itself fine too. We better now? Yeah, we're better recording now? now. Oh, okay. Are we restarting the recording now? We have to. We have to? Are you sure we have to? Hi, welcome to the Split Screen Gaming Hello! Podcast. This is the Nintendo E3 2017 recap episode. I'm Holden Pardo. Oh, and I'm Chad Michael Innes. Chad Michael Innes. That's my name. I was excited about this E3. I thought it lived up to what I was wanting it to be in, course, in most regards. Course. There were some things that they talked about that I thought they would talk about, but I wanted to see more of them, but we'll get into that. I'm more curious what you ha- what you thought. I know what I, I thought. I think I think Nintendo might have had the most surprises at their conference. I would agree. Yeah. Um. I think they did the most things right. Mm-hmm. They had new stuff. They focused only on Switch. Thank God. Yes. That was one of our, my predictions was that they would spend too much time on 3ds. Yep. They didn't spend any time on Amiibo, and there were only two things that Nintendo fucked up. And by fucked up, I mean they're just. The, the pitfalls that we talked about with Microsoft. I have a car on stage. There's that was the biggest pitfall of the entire conference. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo made two pitfalls. One was Reggie's Reggie coming out. <laughs> Games should be two things. Fun and... What was it? Battle? Battle, yeah. No, no. So it's like, um, games need to be fun. To have fun, there needs to be battle. If there is no battle, where's the fun? And he's just... Giving this weird I, fucking existential talk while he's walking through this virtual living room that just unfolds around it, him. and It would have been better if he said, and that's why we're talking about this game. But he didn't do that. It was just no. like, and that's the philosophy. And now we're talking about Xenoblade Chronicles 2. It's nope. like, oh, okay. And then suddenly, ten minutes later, he's now walking on a green screened beach. Talking again about some fucking existential weird... I swear he was just stoned during that thing. <laughs> um... That was, that was weird. That was Number weird. two, I don't even remember what they fucked up, the second one. I thought the, the other not great part was the Fire Emblem Warriors. Oh, God. Yeah, another another fucking the, Fire Emblem. It's man. not even that. It was just the voice acting was just... Everything about it just felt really lame to me. Yeah. Oh, I, I know, know what I it was. Just, what was it? The awkward moment where they go to the guy who was working on Pokemon. Oh. <laughs> and they're just like, this is the guy working on Pokemon. And he says, through his translation... Hello. I work on Pokemon. <laughs> There's a game coming to Switch. Uh, it's a core game in the franchise. And it might be later than a year from now. The only Goodbye. reason that they, <laughs> that they had that was people complained about Ultra Moon and Ultra Sun not coming to the Switch. Yeah. Am I, was it a, am I glad that announcement was there? Yes. yes I was glad it was there, too. There's a, a core Pokemon game that coming to Switch. That will be the big game next fall. Did it need to be revealed like that? Hi. I'm a guy, and I'm going to pretend to draw on this piece of paper in front of me right now. <laughs> and then tell you, it's coming. Goodbye. No, that was weird as fuck. It's kind of all they needed to say. But yeah. they could have just done what they did with Metroid, which was... Had this Literally little, like, a title screen. A title screen, yeah. Uh, yeah, so a big surprise number two. Metroid Prime 4. I so, didn't see anything of it. Didn't get no. it. It just said Metroid Prime all 4. All I need to know is it's coming. Yep. I am... I was so I was laying in bed watching that. I like woke up. I'm like, all right, it's time for the Nintendo, and that comes up. I jumped up and I literally shrieked <laughs> in my room a little bit. I'm like, yes. There was a video of Tim Gettys getting excited about it. Yeah. Kind of funny. They literally had just a minute splice. They've cut out and posted that to YouTube only. That's, That's awesome. like, it was almost exactly what my response was to. That's awesome. I was. It, it, I'm so pumped about that. They needed um, to do that. Let's run through some of these announcements. Yeah, uh, Rocket League coming to Switch. That's a big win. That's awesome. That's a big win. For and them. we'll support crossplay with mm-hmm. Xbox and PC. There's going to be special cars that are designed for Rocket League. Yep. Uh, and you have a for, Mario for, hat and a Luigi hat for your car. I really hope they do like a Mario Kart 
looking yeah big car oh, for you know they, they didn't yeah. announce anything at the time they said no but i think that's what they're going to do i hope they do that yeah. at least that'd be awesome it'd be so cool uh xenoblade chronicles 2 i mean if you're into that game it looked like i'll get that, that i've heard cool. enough good things about it that i'm going to try that game out i think um kirby, kirby switch this is the first like, surprise uh yeah because they already announced that there are two 3ds kirby games coming that they haven't really shown us anything from, but they, they showed us Kirby Switch, and it looks like a classic Kirby game that might actually yeah. be kind of good. And it also, uh, they usually release Kirby games at the end of the life cycle. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So that's <laughs> the most biggest surprise. Like the All first right, Switch is year, dying. Yeah, the first Switch is dead. Twenty eighteen Switch is dead. And they announced the Pokemon RPG, Metroid Prime, Prime 4. Four. The new Yoshi game was right after that. You know what? What that game like visually. Yoshi? This is this was kind of like the first time I saw a little big planet. I'm like, holy shit, that stuff actually looks like it's made out of yarn or looks like it. Like mm-hmm. that game, I know there's been like Yoshi's Woolly World, but this game, the new Yoshi game, just called Yoshi. Mm-hmm. I think for right now, it's just called like, Yoshi. Visually, looks super stunning. We talked about this with with Kingdom Battle, Mario and Rabbids. Like these Switch games look fucking legit as shit. They do. I, it's definitely not PS4 level at all. But no, but but like they they all look. Like there was, it was the draw distance, kind of how things kind of got like, uh, almost like kind of hazy in the distance. The almost depth I of field effect. Really loved that. Yeah, depth of field effect. I love that depth of field effect. That was yeah, so they, good. It's like instant seven plus portrait mode through the whole thing. The the Yoshi had this interesting game mechanic where you have two sides to each level. Yeah. It was like the front side and then the back side. Like imagine if you could see the opposite side you see in a Super Mario's game. Like, you can just kind of flip the side and kind of see the opposite side of what you're seeing. So Mario is now going from going to the left instead of going to the right or something like that. You did like, a terrible job of explaining I that. did a terrible job of explaining <laughs> that. It's weird. So, like, the whole level, I guess, flips. But the way they were talking about it is that you play the level in one direction and then you play it again afterwards in the opposite direction. Like oh. You don't flip back and forth in the middle of the game. Mm. It did look like it had at least co-op or maybe you control both Yoshis. At the same time, if it's single player, but it looked like there was some co-op. Was there co-op? I didn't see any co-op. Well, they had two Yoshis around. They were kind of doing different oh, things at different times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's yeah, the red yeah. Yoshi and the green Yoshi. Also, you didn't, as Yoshi, collect or get eggs by eating enemies all the time. You also had these, like, egg blocks, and you jump on them, and you get eggs that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. interesting. That was weird. And it looked like the way you flipped the world was both Yoshis doing a ground pound at the same time. Oh, really? I think I, think I caught that, that they both did a ground pound. World so flipped. I was watching. I was watching. There was like a twelve-minute gameplay of it in the treehouse. They were showing off footage, and they kind of said something along the lines of, "When we get the chance to come back here, and view it from the other direction, this cool thing will be there." Yeah. If they made it. They implied that you could not do it in that moment. I think I saw them switch it in the moment. Oh, we'll Yoshi we'll switch. Oh, oh, the clock. <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm interested in that. I don't know if I'll buy it. It depends on if it's like a shitty kitty game like the rest of the Yoshi's have been. Recently, it looks like it, I, in the gameplay I saw, it looks like a kitty game. Um, they literally said in the gameplay footage, you know, you actually get rewarded for taking your time. Yeah. In like, I mean, what happened to like the first Yoshi's World with Baby Mario on your back and shit like that? That was a legit fun game. Super Nintendo. But I think maybe this is how they balance having casual versus hardcore. Like, Mario's going to be, like, your more hardcore platformer, even though it's still accessible. Yeah. And Yoshi is, like, the completely, like... Yoshi's for babies. Yoshi's for babies. Oh, man. Little baby I just remembered 
that stupid rabid dressed up as Yoshi. <laughs> and the way that he got his weapon is he literally just like threw it up on the thing in front of him. <laughs> I'm so excited for that game. I can't believe how excited I am for that game. That was probably honestly... This is so stupid to say because it was not a surprise. But it was like the biggest surprise of E3 for yeah, me. Yeah, that anyone would care about that game. Yeah. As we mentioned, another fucking... Like, it seems like literally every three weeks there's a new Fire Emblem game announced. You know, what's really funny about that is that Fire Emblem Awakens... Awakenings. Was it Awakenings? Yeah, Awakenings. I don't know. On the 3DS. There were like 700 of them. Was supposed to be the last game in the franchise. Like, Nintendo's like, look, you get one more shot. Like, this is it. It's over after is this. Is Awakenings the one that came out with three different games at the same time? No, that was the one afterwards because Awakenings was so damn successful and so critically acclaimed that they brought Fire Emblem back with, like, three different iterations. Now they're making a Fire Emblem Warriors. Fire Emblem's coming to Switch next year. It's, like, back again. I will yeah. say... Fire Emblem Awakenings is really, really good. But does anyone have time to play all of these Fire Emblem games before the next four of them come out? Uh, I'm not a deep because into like the lore of Fire Emblem, but I don't get the impression that you have. Didn't to they have announce like all of them. literally a month ago like two new Fire Emblem games? So they no no this is they've already announced Fire Emblem Warriors. That was at their they? Switch event. Yeah, that was their Switch event in January. They had Fire Emblem Warriors. Um, later on, they said they were going to have a Fire Emblem game on 3DS coming out, which has already come out at this point. And then they said there's also a Fire Emblem Switch game coming next year. Jesus Christ. So they announced all three of those in a direct, um, like Hope a week after like the January. Marth. Is Marth even in the uh, Marth? Games? I don't know. I think uh, he's in the, he's think in the, the Warriors one. We definitely saw him Yeah, he's in the Warriors one. one. But that's like, that's like saying that Hyrule Warriors for Zelda is canon. It's not. Yeah. Well, what is your, um, what's your take on the DLC announcement that we saw for Breath of the Wild? I was just on that page. I... I really so I want to talk about the second DLC pack for a second first. What I, is there to talk about? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really thought this was the time they should just showed off and said this is what it is. We have this new dungeon. It's really cool. All we know is that it is about the uh, the, the, the the four, four champions. champions. Yeah. What I think, and this is I think be really cool, is it is going to be it's going to take place in the past, hundred years ago, hundred years ago. So we'll see like this. The what Hyrule used to be, Hyrule Town, like all that kind of stuff, but it's still the same world you're exploring. I think that's really cool because it gives you an incentive to explore the same world you were already in and see yeah. what's changed. Like, it also makes like it really ruins. easy for them. It makes it very easy for them, absolutely. <laughs> but it's that looked interesting. I'm just and, worried and that, that sounds interesting to me. If that is what it is, I don't know. But I mean, we'll see. Exploring the same town, but a hundred years ago, sounds like it might be hold my interest for 10, 15 minutes, but then. I have a feeling you're going to be doing the same Divine Beast again well, so with just a different character. Zelda games have done a really great job of playing with time. If you think yeah. about Ocarina of Time and like you have I mean, to do things them. in the you past go and go for time or go to a different world and all of them. There was, in, actually specifically in Oracle of Ages, there is one dungeon where it took place in the past and the present and you'd have to like go to the past, blow up a wall, then go back to the present and have that wall now be blown out and you can go into it again right. like there are some really cool things to put a time i'm not saying they're going to do that in this game but they've done cool things with time before so i'm curious to see what they do this time yeah so we have almost no information on that no information other than that i think it might be like since dlc one is not even out yet like they're like it might be too soon for dlc two we got to get people to buy dlc one first and then well the, but here's the thing is that you can't get dlc two unless you've also bought dlc one it's one pack yeah but you still want people to be excited about it but I'd be like, oh, man, there's really awesome with new dungeons and going back in time and all this cool shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, now I just have more goblins floating on platforms. Yeah. I 
actually they did one clip they showed of that the goblin swing the platforms where he he threw the axe at the balloon the balloon and it yeah, kind of fell over. that was kind of cool um that's not like 20 dollars cool but <laughs> i'm excited for the master trials that's the name of the first dlc that did fact. look interesting and, and difficult i yeah. will never play it uh the, the regenerating health looks looks cool the golden lionel looked really cool but i think that the thing i'm most excited about is uh the trial of the sword yeah which it's a treacherous tower capable of deals has happened before they've always had these like 50 room you just kind of go through them and fight enemies but these definitely look like the the most intricately designed rooms of any of of the uh those kind of like I, what do you even call them just like challenge dungeons i guess i guess it looks the, like it looks like the most involved out of any of them. Like there were whole structures built inside of these rooms. Some of them were were it was snowy, and you start with only just being naked and what's on your like, like you having hearts. Yeah, it's and like you, it's you like pick up a, just like Tarzan up a twig. Yes. But that means that if you get to the ice spot, you might not have found something that can help you in that ice spot mm-hmm. before that room. So you kind of have to know like what rooms are coming up ahead and what you're going to need for it and what to look for in the, in the rooms prior. So I think they actually, that sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. They didn't show a lot of it, and I think it's because they want it to be a surprise when you get in there. Sure. I'm excited for that. Cool. Cool. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey got a release date. We saw... Uh, a mechanic that I'm sure is going to be hella fun to play, but it looks kind of weird to me, where you throw your hat at something and then suddenly you take over that thing. Did you watch the? Ga- did you watch any gameplay of it? I didn't watch any gameplay. No, there's there's actually a lot of gameplay. They have. I, I kind of don't want to see it. That hat trick looks awesome. Does it? Yeah, it really does. So basically, there's one point. One point where this guy comes. Actually, you saw this in the first trailer. It's in the trailer where. The enemy is close to you, and he gets really tall all of a sudden. Like, his legs extend up. Yeah. And he, he's a, his, his head is actually a flower pot, which counts as a hat. So you have to, like, throw your head at him to knock the flower pot off. And then see this little, like, shrub thing, like, running around. You throw your head at that, and you start controlling it. And when you lift up, you realize there are platforms you couldn't get to unless you were that character. So you kind of have to, like, raise up and then jump over to that platform. And so, like, it's kind of like you have to be... Uh, you have to experiment a lot with the different powers that are around you. Yeah. But it's a great deviation from using power-ups, like a mushroom or a like firepower. Sure. Like or the flying I, hat. And... Well, it's kind of like, can I take over that? And there's, like, I bet I can. Like, there's one where there was a tree, and the guy just throws the hat at the tree, and the next thing you know, there's a Mario hat on top of the tree, and he's just, like, bouncing around. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this is, like, everything but in Mario form. Do you see that tree? You can go be, to that tree you can be and put that your tree. hat on it. So I think that it looks so good. Yeah, October twenty seventh. We got a release date for it as which well, which is a lot earlier than we thought. Yep, I thought that would be like a November, uh, like late November game. But. Yeah. So super pumped about that. There was super one game pumped. that they did not announce that they're in the E three spotlight, but I think is a really big deal. Metroid two. Metroid remake. Well, it's Metroid Returns, um, Samus Returns, but yeah, basically it's a Metroid 2 remake. For 3DS. For 3DS. Yeah, and they didn't focus on it in the Spotlight because Spotlight was literally only Switch. Only Switch, yeah. But this is a 3DS game coming September 15th, so it's not that far away. Yeah. And I want to play a new Metroid game in 2D before I play uh, Prime. Old Metroid game in 2D. Yeah. Well, to me, it's a new game because I haven't played Metroid 2. It's still an old game. I haven't played Metroid 2. I'm just kidding. It's exciting. It's exciting. Are so you yeah, that was, a, that was a, I mean, I don't think I'm ever going to pick up my 3DS again. Really? Yeah. I just I, have too much other shit to do that I can't go back and play. If yeah. it ever comes to Switch, I might, but I just beat 
Breath of the Wild tonight, and I'm literally not going to pick it up again for two months until Mario Rabbids comes out. <laughs> so, so good. looks so good. Uh, yeah, that was Nintendo. They did everything they needed to do. Mm-hmm. And kind of more a little bit. Yeah. I'm very excited for the future. And they it seems like now we do have something very strong for each month of the year. It does. There is literally everything We've each got month. Arms, Splatoon, Mario Rabbids. Uh, what's in September? Is there something in September? Uh, Pokemon. Pokemon tournament in September. But apparently also Fire Emblem Warriors is coming out that month yep. too. Then we have... I'm sure Skyrim it. is going to be in one Skyrim of those. Skyrim has to come out this year. Yeah, it has to come out this year. They said it's coming out this year. Everything in 2017. Uh, That'll come out in, Oct- in October. In October. Yeah. Then There's really no November. Game. November maybe. And Xenoblade Chronicles 2 also doesn't have a release date. They said holiday 2017. Yeah. Still, so that's pretty awesome. That's coming Something this year solid too. Solid every single month. To yeah. Play a new Switch. And not just have like a, a good solid game for the most part. Yeah. Each month, I'm. I think that they nailed it. Yeah, they're doing well. Good for you, Nintendo. Good for you, Nampoom Boom. (laughs) Uh, That's it for this little breakout episode. We are going to have a... Go back and listen to all of our other shit from E3. Yeah, we're going to have kind of a full-on discussion of just E3 as a whole on Sunday in our regular episode, so look forward to that. Yep, just kind of a debrief. Take a look at our favorite announcements. Who Mm -hmm. won? Yep. Yeah. It's going to be exciting, Chad. And we still technically have... A few days of E3 left, so we still could hear about some stuff. You're a few days of E3 yourself. I I am a human being. You look exactly like a Thursday Friday to me. I do look like a Thursday Friday. Friday? I like to consider myself a Saturday, but I'm I'm modest. I know I'm really just a Friday. You are the definition of Rebecca Black's Friday. (laughs) That is the most. Yesterday was Thursday. Tomorrow is Saturday. Friday. You've said insulting things to me before, but that was the most insulting thing you've ever told me. <laughs> Getting it down on Friday. All right. Uh, good night, everyone. We love you, unless you uh, hate equal rights for all people. Yeah, that that's a pretty good litmus test. Bye. Bye.